Blackrock Broadcasting presents Outwit, Outplay, Outpodcast. Welcome to Outwit, Outplay, Outpodcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Tim. And we're we're Survivor Survivor Superfans. So drop your buffs. Turn on your TV because US Survivor is back. And this podcast is on. The wishing well. Literally crying. It's happened. A one and done season of this podcast where we will definitely come back next season because it's happened. The official pick of the season, Chelsea. But not that pick. More the pick that someone goes, did Chelsea guess who won 13 weeks ago? Yes. Yes, she Weeping. (laughs) Weeping. It's happened. Joy. Erica has taken the win. Joy, love, just absolute loss of words is all I can say. Pride. (laughs) The only disappointing thing really is that it wasn't a clean sweep, which it definitely, definitely should have should been. Should have been, but... Bloody Danny probably voted uh, <laughs> Deshaun. We've come right off a uh, a two-hour finale. I just can Hyped. not believe it. I am so happy. I sat here for weeks. I sat here talking about my love for Erica while people laughed and people told me how could she possibly win and I stood by her... And I am so (laughs) happy. I love that you are claiming that you stood by her because I feel like over the course of this podcast, you have convinced yourself through me. I definitely am on the uh, receiving end that I did not think Erica was going to win. I am stunned by this. I am floored by the editing at the start of this season. But also... This episode, she definitely got a winner's edit. Such for sure. a respectable win. Oh, so good. But the good. editing was amazing all season because, I mean, it's so like me. Like, I just, I doubt it and I can't believe things until I see them. Even watching this finale, Tim can attest to the fact that even after Erica gave a flawless jury explanation mm. i was still sitting there like nope she hasn't won nope she had like four yeah. jury votes and i was still like no no You're no i can't believe sure. it until i see it and it's like i said her name and it's like i spent this whole season just thinking there is no way like i was just like i i, I just i'm just so happy i just i love her welcome everyone Welcome to the season finale, Survivor 41 finale, where we've, we've, where it's like midnight now, it's very late, we're drinking tea, it's good times, <laughs> but we haven't watched the reunion slash after show. No, so... We will be back next week mm-hmm. to discuss the reunion, so hold on to your emails uh, for all discussion. We don't have anything to say about the uh, wrap-up of this season. We're purely talking about the episode up until the uh, announcement. But before we get into that, I have to address the elephant in the room. Now, we got a lot of uh, negative feedback last week because 
Our podcast is known for three things. Survivor, weird phrases that Chelsea says that I make fun of, and tea. And people were wondering, what's up with the tea last week? Did they drink tea? No. The answer is no. No, we did not. We've let down our fans and we would like to sincerely apologise. Yeah, and it, and it is, I think we should take a, a two second moment of silence. I'd say a minute silence, but that's a long time to be empty in a podcast. So I think we're going to take a two second silence to just appreciate the fact that we didn't drink tea last week. It's a penultimate thing. And um, if you can just sit in silence with us for two seconds while we think about what tea we could have drank last week. And that was two seconds. <laughs> that was the quickest two seconds ever. <laughs> I'm going to extend that in the edit. That was not two it seconds. It was two seconds. No it was, way. It was, it was, it was. No way. Oh, and, uh, but it was a tumultuous <laughs> we got to talk about what tea week. we're drinking. I've got a, uh, a good old-fashioned lemon and ginger. And I've got my chamomile to calm me down after my amazing hype. It's good stuff. All right. Here All we right. go. So, this was a long episode. I mean, we had pretty much a double episode here in Australia. Um, not only because we want to bring you more content and we want to bring you interviews and guests into our episodes coming up after this. Um, not only was it that the reason that we want to do the finale as a separate episode, also because there's just different things to discuss and it comes from a different perspective. But um, also because here in Australia, Survivor airs at about 9pm, is it? Yeah. And it, it kind late. of varies. It's, or, it's, it's it, oh, no, late. it varies on Channel 9. But it um it varies. It airs on Channel 9. It comes out at night. We had a double episode to watch, a yeah, podcast to plan, wild. and then a podcast to yeah. record. So I am really sorry if anyone listens at midnight when we release oh, our yeah. episode. We're still recording at the time. Late, yeah. It's just ticked over when we're meant to release this episode. <laughs> And we've only just begun. But it will be there for you when you wake up or in a few hours' time, depending on where you are in the world. Oh, gosh. But I think we'll go through in chronological order. Obviously, um, the finale episode is pretty much just overriding with this question of who is going to be the sole survivor. That's Mm -hmm. the theme of every moment of the episode. So we can't go through this episode without acknowledging that that is the stakes completely so we kind of will need to discuss things chronologically almost as if we don't know the winner or kind of in hindsight i guess so we're going to kind of go through each moment do our best to unpack it in a way that's as concise as possible um but without further ado we opened this episode with jeff's fantastic little monologue i was like jeff you could be an actor he was hitting the emphasis on all the right words i was like to be great for a speech class. Yeah, and he sort of sets up the uh, what was released on Instagram earlier today, which was the uh, the format of the finale. That we are finding out the winner on the spot. There is no six month wait. COVID has hit another another nail in the wall and gone. Well, we can't trust that there'll be a reunion <laughs> show, so I guess we're doing it now. Exactly. And uh, it was pretty interesting. We had some weird screens behind him. I was like, did they put them in or is that an after effect? I know. It looked bad regardless. <laughs> who really looked, knows? Who cares? I mean, look, it was a contingency plan. I would rather the votes be read and the, um, the reunion episode to happen out there in Fiji than to not happen at all. Like in Winners at War, they did that. You know, they obviously didn't get that footage. 
And then they didn't have anything to work with and they had to do that weird virtual I would argue that Jeff Probe's uh, home version of the Survivor Eurydice Union is... Um, <laughs> Sorry? Uh, is something that everyone needed to see because yep. it was hilariously pathetic. It needed to and just was... prove to us all that even with the biggest budget and the most charismatic people in the world, Zoom will never be good. Yeah, and nothing <laughs> will hide all of the uh, prosthetics that Jeff Rose has had over the years. It's <laughs> prosthetics? <laughs> or whatever works to his face. Oh, phrase. gosh. But we open and we pretty much kickstart straight away. We go into some sort of jumps, like, into each surviving castaway. We have all kinds of things happening. We have Xander who whips out an amazing phrase straight away and he says... He will eat his own adrenaline. Yeah, classic, classic Xander coming out with the goods straight away. We are getting introduced. And at this point, of course, uh, as far as I'm aware, um, I'm pretty sure last week I said Ricard was going to go home first mm-hmm. in this scenario. I'm still very much under the impression Heather is going to make this finale in the top three. I know. We stunned, all thought, we were all like, she what world is Heather not in the finale? <laughs> yeah, because as much as Erica won this episode, Xander lost this episode and we will get well, to it. Well, I will say that I am actually so proud of myself. I said in episode one and I said it confidently and I spent this whole time going, oh no, I'm going to eat my words. I've said it in this podcast. I've doubted myself. And I said, Xander's going to play a great game, but I don't know if he has the maturity and the brains to pull off a good jury speech under pressure. And I think that, I don't know if you agree with me, mm. But I feel oh, pretty confident that I was right. He was the most rubbish jury speech I've mm-hmm. ever... Oh, my God. Oh, there was literally 12 seconds of silence in between him saying, um, and yeah, so... Social awareness. About four times. Question and I was like, mark, oh, I, I literally, I like, facepalm. But we open this episode with pretty much social dynamics. I mean, we've got this thing. I mean, Deshaun's downfall at the end of the day was was social game and was the fact that kind of there is that balance like Erica said in her final speech there's that balance between you can't really be friends with everyone because you're going to have to betray people and you have to be really careful with how you manage that because it's just so easy almost too easy to make enemies that was unfortunately what happened with Deshaun and at the start of this episode we have Deshaun kind of meddling with this idea that he just totally threw Erica, like, just relentlessly and unnecessarily under the bus. Like, you know, he did say that it was, like, rightfully so that Erica was pissed, and that's totally true. I mean, I think Erica was less pissed about the kind of, like, display at Tribal and maybe slightly more pissed about the fact that he maybe just reduced her relationship with Heather. Deshaun should have been voted out. It makes no sense he was even there in this final five. And I thought for a second that, like, he did kind of successfully, I thought cause a crack in their alliance but we later realized that it actually kind of made them stronger because i think that i genuinely believe that unlike other people who could have just said i took heather she was my goat she was my pawn i genuinely believe that erica showing respect and genuine care for heather in the final jury obviously it could have been a different situation had heather been sitting next to her and not on the jury but erica showing her that respect really really got gained like that kind of level of appreciation to her game. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's a final lie because absolutely Heather did none of that. Absolutely. The, the respect Heather got in this finale floors me to this moment because she literally didn't do anything. I know. It was Erica the entire time. 
And I, I still I still argue that Erica didn't really do much until like late in the game, which is fine. Yeah. It's a fine way to win. Look, but like even finally in the game, Heather did absolutely nothing. And it's so funny all this respect that she was given. But you know, tops to her. She I came think, forth. Yeah. She very much uh should have had her fire uh roped. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. She uh, did, oh, we'll an get to job, what Stephen think... Fishback has labeled labeled as the asbestos rope. <laughs> um, which definitely uh is a cause for controversy. I know. I think that Heather was a really kind, wonderful woman and made a really great alliance member to Erica. I think in terms of predicting Erica's win though sort of like I touched on last week and I touched on here and there I think the thing about Erica's game was it was more sort of like it was actually more nuanced and I think kind of it was almost maybe something that we're going to see as we enter this next age of Survivor because Survivor has come in these different phases and waves of like our first wave being this really old school really like you know, camp life, you know, outlast over the outwit and the outplay, you know. And then we kind of moved, we kind of moved out of that a little bit and we started to see players speak for themselves and do their own thing. And it became a little bit more individual, but it still wasn't very strategic. It was a little bit more selfish. And then we launched into this new school era of Survivor or what we called new school era of Survivor, which was this hardcore strategic gameplay, Mm -hmm. the backstabbing, the lying, the, you know, a respectful game being defined by someone who's managed to piss people off but also maintain their respect. And that was what we saw as the ultimate strategic survivor player. And we've both been on that train of seeing that as the ultimate strategic amazing survivor player. But we it actually begs this question of as we come into the new this new wave of survivor, we need to see new players because that kind of only it's only stays that way for so long because it becomes predictable. And I think that like maybe this slightly more complicated win that is actually, I guess, maybe socially a little bit more, yeah, like I said, a little bit more layered, a little bit more nuanced is the new thing that we see because we get to see a version of this game where players can not just be this gun-ho strategic player and they can win based on genuine, genuine, real social connection but at the same time playing the game in a strategic way. Yeah, I hope that makes sense. I know that was a bit of a rant. No, not at all. And then, uh, so yeah, and then Erica gets this advantage that sort of launches her uh, finale campaign. I know, and and I uh, actually like even wrote at this point, Erica has a shot as long as people want to take her to the end. Yeah, for sure. And, And that's, I think, Xander's flaw and will probably haunt him for the rest of his life, which is always fun to think about. Um... But yeah, so it was sort of in this moment where I went, oh, Erica's getting quite a lot of content. And she's she's always seemed to be getting the first layer of content in each sort of scene we're getting. And this is when I sort of kind of ticked, I think Erica is going to take this out. And like definitely under no circumstance am I saying like, oh, I called it because calling it 45 minutes before it happens <laughs> isn't really calling it. But definitely I found that this edit of this episode was like we're doing the big crescendo for Erica's game because when you play such a late game, you don't have any content in the first half of this season. Mm. And yeah, and, and no one believed it. I don't believe it. I, I think that she deserved more content at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, and we should have seen sort of what she was doing more. I guess she but was... I suppose Louvre didn't really yeah. do anything. And she made that point of just like early on in the game, there wasn't really the opportunity because they kept winning. And, you know, mm. in a, in some way as well, obviously she was a, 
actually a great physical player in those individual immunity challenges. She won, but like the, she actually also contributed to the fact that they never went to tribal. And I think like I was the same, I was watching it just like, she's either getting too much or too little of an edit. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. I was mostly just nervous that Deshaun genuinely had formed a crack and that she had lost one of her guaranteed jury votes, which was Heather. Yeah, potentially. Um, and, and then we cut to uh, the, the, the final five immunity challenge. And and it, it's kind of interesting because it's like Erica gets this advantage that uh, that launches her finale campaign, but also in such a way that it's like, wow. I know. That was one heck of an advantage to get. I know. And I was watching <laughs> like, it like, wow. especially when she found it too. And Ricard, who is one of like was one of the most genuine threats to win was there with her and she chose to tell him and I was like gosh it's like a big move to tell him obviously it forms a bond but like he could use that at the end in terms of Ricard telling the story of his game and telling how telling everybody how he knew what was happening at any given moment oh yeah but like, like Erica has to read that out at, at the at the um immunity challenge true. it's not a, it's not a secret like she's like I have to read this out I may as well tell people like, I may as well stop my alliance member searching for something that I've already found. Yeah, it, I know. But it, it made me no think, sense, like, you know? when they were all looking, it just... We, we get that every season. And I was just like, when you're in Survivor, can you ever really just have fun and enjoy yourself? Because for every moment that you're just having fun and forgetting about the game, they could be cutting to someone else finding an idol. and like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, what did you think about the, yeah, um, the immunity challenge? Because, like, it was... Good. It was like fine. Yeah. I just found that like Erica got such an advantage. It was her ch- from the moment it started. It was her challenge to lose, and it would have been disappointing if she didn't yeah. win, rather than impressive that someone Look, else did. I actually think like I I hope th- I mean I know this podcast is just going to come across me ranting about Erica's game, but actually oh, she, she won. Who she cares? won. Yeah. yeah. I just genuinely believe this is that with that challenge, I think. I mean, Exhibit A. People have been given those things on a silver platter before and totally lost. So there's that. But then the other thing is as well, I genuinely believe the first step of that challenge was back at camp when they had the puzzle and they had to find the advantage. And she won the first step of the challenge that got her that advantage. Yeah, for sure. And I think like there's that level of it that kind of made it well-deserved. And we all know that those challenges, no matter how hard, unless you're just so exhausted and so malnourished that you can't physically move, they always come down to the puzzle. We knew that. I and know. She's got such an advantage she, on the puzzle, yeah. though. Like, her time advantage, getting there in such a puzzle that was, like, so many pieces mm-hmm. that the more... In a survival puzzle, the more pieces you get, the easier it becomes. Because yeah. there's less ways it can manipulate. It's just about finding the piece and putting it in position rather than being, like... How does this three-piece puzzle come together to be a triangle? I know. And it was, like, nerve-wracking to watch because, obviously, Ricard is just so good at puzzles. Like, without that advantage, Ricard probably would have won that immunity challenge. 100%. And maybe Erica would have gone home. Maybe that's when Deshaun or Xander might have been on the chopping block. Like, Mm -hmm. who knows? That's just, like, a whole other world of options. But it was just – it was kind of – it was I don't know. It was entertaining to watch. I think, like, it was kind of mostly just this thing of, like – Yes, Erica's won this all important immunity challenge. Mm. You know, it's, it's kind a of like a big one to win. It's a really because, big one to win because it yeah. guarantees that uh, Erica is now sort of under her own fate, and, and and she can decide 
like where she ends up in this. It, it, it's in her hands mm-hmm. to win this game. And she made and the best choice ever taking Heather because it was just like watching two buddies have yeah, a reward together and it really and regained and solidified their trust. Yeah, and then something something sad happened. <laughs> we started to get a lot of Ricard. I know, <laughs> I know. And we started to get this really like, almost like when Shan left, like this really sort of emotional edit that was like Ricard's story and Ricard's yeah. everything, all the stuff he might've whipped out at final, final tribal, like not to yeah. necessarily use it, but more just to share there was who he is and what moments. he's been going through. There were small moments where you're like, Oh, maybe he's trying to use this to manipulate Xander in order to give him his idol, which maybe he was trying to do, but like it didn't really pan out. Um, I think, yeah. Uh, it doesn't benefit Xander's game whatsoever to I take know. Ricard. So it would have been would have been even more idiotic Honestly, for Xander like to give out the idol. Ricard would have a game to lose if he sat at the end. Like, he is just... He played such oh, an yeah. incredible game. And even, like, you could hear it in the way Erica was talking and interacting with Ricard. I was like, I don't know, she just respects him so much. But, like, she thinks he will win. And, like, she says it. Like, she knows that if the tables were turned, she would vote for, for Ricard. So, like... She knows oh, yeah, that, like, no. Ricard, as soon as that was over, which is what I said last week, Ricard is gonna go first because if it, they would have been so silly if they didn't take out Ricard at the first opportunity. Because I mean, he he won, he'd won the game, it was his game to lose <sighs> at this point. He'd won. Uh, Deshaun had burned so many bridges that, like. I don't know, just this weird charm of Deshaun just, yeah. like, didn't last. And, and you kind of sat there going, actually, what did Deshaun do in this game? I know. Nothing. I Deshaun know. did nothing in this game. And, and like, I would have loved to see Ricard win. Obviously not as much as my pick, Erica. <laughs> Who won? It was Erica. Yay. But, yeah, I think, like, I would have really loved to see Ricard win in his own way. But, obviously, I was rooting for Erica. Woo! And guess who won? Uh, Evie? Get out of town. Evie was by far the best jury member. Going to put and it then... out there now. Going to talk about it later. <laughs> but Evie by far was the only reason that this episode was good. And by no means was it I because love Evie that, so uh, much. that uh, Erica won. Which is very, very exciting. I love um, Erica so much. I want them to come back for next season. But I guess like before we hit that tribal of the first kind of half of this double parter epic finale episode, we had this tiny little, which we should have picked it. We should have picked up on it when the producers try and like feed us a false narrative, which was the possibility of Xander pulling a full on Eric and giving his immunity idol to Ricard. It was never going to happen. It just would have been the the stupidest thing. Yeah. It benefits Xander in no way at all. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't do it. As soon as Jeff was asking, Ricard questions at Tribal. We knew it was the I end. I know, and Ricard uh, was just plucking our heartstrings. Yeah, and like... Ricard, oh, it was just so sad. And it's like, all I have to say to end Ricard's journey on this podcast is, my God, I hope he didn't miss his child's birth. I, oh, <laughs> like, I know, like, I know. I really hope he was And there we might not even, it. oh, who knows, yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, I think, maybe, like... maybe we already know. We just haven't <laughs> watched that bit yet. Who knows? But watching this Tribal, I think the main thing that came out of it for me, and like, it wasn't just me kind of like wanting Ricard to make it through because I really liked Ricard, but I actually felt this way when I was listening to Erica in the final tribal as well. And all I wanted to hear was Erica win. And I really didn't want something to happen, whether that be the jury suddenly turning on Erica or, you know, Deshaun or Xander pulling off something amazing. But I think it was, is like this, this was like 
it's it's little hand puppets of emotion. It's like, I don't know, this amazing tentative little game that you have to be like so careful of in terms of like what you say and what you do. And I think like if Ricard has any chance in the world of convincing like Xander to play his idol for him, he just needed to be so careful and he need to like, I don't know, show vulnerability, obviously like make Xander feel for him, but not so much that Xander sees him as an unquestionable threat. It's so kind of difficult and tricky. And I think Erica had that same game going at the end. It was like, just make sure nothing is wrong, make sure it's kind of perfect. And she just did such a good job at executing that final speech. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I love that. Talking about Ricard skipping. Who cares about the next word? We're talking about Erica's jury speech already. <laughs> what an amazing little journey that uh, that uh, was. So Ricard goes and fast track, I suppose, to the next immunity challenge because there's nothing much happened between. And it was not the endurance challenge I was hoping for. No, it it should have been. They were going back to season one finale roots. I can't believe that they didn't reset to an endurance challenge. It was just okay. It was a good challenge, but like not this final thing, because the reason why I don't like this as the final challenge is because it doesn't provide everyone the opportunity to win. It provides certain people that are good with balance and patience to win. But if you just have one hand, so, so the endurance challenge I'm talking about we and all it was, know the it was, challenge. It was the first one uh, ever going into the finale. So season one, we had three people. It was a final two. Three people putting their hand on, an on a pole. It's like an idol pole and their feet are on little pedestals. Yeah. And, and it's often in nature, some kind of harsh, whether that's like wind, yeah. waves, heat. So this was, this was in the middle of the ocean, hand on the idol, on a pole. If you took your hand off that, you're out. Yeah. And it goes for hours. It went for like eight and a half hours. I've seen it go for maybe like 11 to 12. It is absolutely crazy. Yeah. And all it is, is the endurance and the belief that all you need to do is stand here and you can win a million dollars. And that belief, it's just so fascinating. The, the, the manipulation, all the different kind of bargains that the contestants make. It's just so fascinating. And, and I literally said, as soon as I saw this challenge, oh, Xander's going to win. I know. It's, and, and it did. Those it, endurance challenges are so good and they're so good to watch. Like, as much as I love a challenge that kind of whips out different skills, like I love that, you know, for example, like the ball one where you put the ball in and it rolls through the tunnel and it comes yeah, out the other another, side. That's like, the same vein you know, as this. Or like the plates. I'm just trying to think of other ones that have been used at this point of the game that aren't endurance-based. They're fun to watch and they're great, but they serve better as final, like final, more like final going into five. final four, five, even six. Mm. It's like they have more of a place in that position of the it, game. It's, it's for certain people and it's the way sort of the producers manipulate certain things to happen. And this was definitely like Xander's challenge to lose. Oh. And Xander absolutely smashed it. Tim can attest to this right now. Under this challenge, I had a note that said, that's it, Erica has lost. <laughs> Yes, but that would have been probably the challenge or something. Or just me doubting it. I don't yeah, know. I was just Yeah, you were doubting it the whole time. Literally, uh, as Erica's name was being read out as the winner, Chelsea was still uh, still uh, not 100% sure if that was happening or not. I know. But, um, but, but Xander absolutely smashed he it. He did a great job. and like His eyes in that challenge, oh, as he was coming back, knowing that he Xander. literally... Oh, literally, I was so stressed for him. 
I was like, man, you just got to win this challenge, don't you? Exactly. And, and he may not have pulled off a win in this game, but gosh, the world did fall in love with him. Oh, he we played, really yeah. felt his heart. Let's, and, take, yeah. let's take another moment of two seconds silence for JD, who, what? who didn't play the <laughs> you game. Were say Santa. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Who didn't play the game he wanted, but Xander did. And that was a good two seconds. Yeah, that was, that was actually two seconds. And all I thought about in that two seconds was the fact that Jay didn't, he didn't even get to be in the reunion episode. <laughs> oh, no. That's so true. He didn't oh, even get gosh. to meet like his maybe now idols in. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, Just watching him from home. Who knows? That's crazy to think. Do you reckon the previous contestants that weren't there knew who won? Because that's such a weird thing to happen. They it is wouldn't. wild, isn't it? Like, were they watching I mean, it? Did maybe they just find out today? Maybe there's more to the... Re- like, maybe we get some kind of flashback or something. I don't know. But mm. we finish this challenge. We go maybe, back yeah. to the beach for a little while. Back to camp. We get a little, little bit more of Xander's story. We get kind of Xander, I don't know, trying to, like, I guess mess with... I thought at one point mess with Erica. Like tell Erica that he was going to take her so she wouldn't practice fire for yeah, her to then Yeah, so lose. it's an interesting thing. So um, we, we sort of described it last week, but a bit more context on, on what happens in this final four. So Xander wins and has the opportunity to take one person with him uh, and the other two have to battle it out for, to make fire. Mm-hmm. And this started 35 or 36. Um, and, and they sort of changed it into a recent thing. And the thing that Xander was posing in this, when he realized that, oh, is Erica duping me? Like, is Erica pretending not mm. to be good at fire so that she can then prove yeah. herself? And Flashback, it, Erica's yeah, like, we I'm amazing both, at fire. We were both sort of hoping for it. And Xander posed the idea of, maybe I can just take her out. And because Xander knew that Erica was probably the one that, like, he was competing with the most, probably. But season 38 is called Edge of Extinction. And it's the only ever season, spoilers, where someone who was eliminated has come back into the game and won. And that person was out for so much of the game that when they came back and won this final challenge, they went, well... I don't have much of a resume, so what I'm going to do is give up my immunity going into the final three, give it to someone else, and make fire to prove that I belong here and take it out. So risk myself losing to then win a million dollars. And so there was a moment where I'm like, oh, Xander, this this could be a really powerful move to finish yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Like, a, a game that's like full of risk, and like reward, well, especially high risk, when, high like, reward. Xander know? was such a good fire maker too. Like it wasn't oh, like yeah, it wasn't na- like yeah. there was someone trying to do that move that just didn't know what they were doing with fire. And like in hindsight, knowing that Erica wasn't lying and actually was really bad at making fire, I just we I, think we think unless we never really had the chance to cut back to that. Maybe, knows? but like we just can't. Well, why wouldn't they show us that? Xander, oh yeah. god, there's so You're many right. things that Xander is kicking himself over, I'm sure. And one of them would have been not taking Eric out and just beating her in fire. Yeah. Because it, 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 it not only, it just, again, just displays that element of like, oh wow, he's willing to give up his own safety to take out the next big like, threat. He could have just taken Heather. 
Like, he can't, can't believe he didn't take Heather. I don't it's know. Absurd. I don't know how he didn't do the maths and go, like, I could sit here with a guaranteed oh. Heather. Who cares if I'm next to Erica or to Sean? It doesn't really matter it's, at this it's, point. It's, it's, it's the know. most insane And that's thing. exactly why Xander didn't win Survivor. Exactly. And, that, and I think everyone in the jury realized that and went, oh, I actually don't know if mm-hmm. he's really that aware of what he's doing. We hit the final (laughs) tribal. Oh my god. This is the craziest thing to happen since last season. So flashback to season (laughs) 40. Tony, the winner, plays by far the best game Survivor has ever seen. Arguably. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't get picked. To go to the final three. Has to make fire. Spends hours that day trying to make fire. It's just him doing confessionals to the camera. Being like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to lose. Goes up against his main alliance member. And it is like the quickest turn ever. And Sarah, who he's going up against... She's just by far just absolutely smashing this. And then her fire just drops. And within just like a click, Tony's fire erupts. Rote gone. Tony's in. Tony wins. Insane. Crazy. Cut to one hour ago. The greatest fire making challenge of all time. Absolutely. It was so good. It was, it like, was incredible. It was just, it was neck and neck. I never and we had, thought oh. that Heather would give us a good challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like the one thing that Heather did give us, regardless whether it was a good Survivor game, we did think that she was a lovely person and we were invested in her as a person. And I think like watching them, watching them together doing this challenge it was two players we really like despite us like joking about heather we did really like care about them both and it was like watching this challenge was just crazy it was just crazy yeah, it, it was so it's good absolutely heather's rope heather's how did rope. it not break it is going to be a discussion for a very very long time let's go I to think. the manufacturers because like... because it is funny because if heather is there at the end with xander did Xander have a better shot at winning? Who knows? I think the Who answer knows? to that question is... I Absolutely think, not. <laughs> um, I think that... I I still don't think... I still think Erica wins in that situation. I think potentially her win is a little harder to get, though, because not only does she not have Heather's guaranteed vote, but I think she would have also been forced into the position where she would have been asked by the jury to maybe even criticise Heather's game or yeah, explain maybe. what she did that Heather didn't and vice versa. Yeah. And I think that... That might have twisted Erica's storyline of sort of being this person who was really loyal to Heather kind of the whole way, even if it was kind of, it did have a facade in many different ways. For sure. And I suppose Xander came third in the end. Like he didn't even get the hundred grand. Like Deshaun did better than him, Mm -hmm. which is so interesting because I thought Deshaun did such a bad final tribal as well. And, Mm. but earned his spot. And we haven't really talked about Deshaun. Um, And... I really, I really thought Deshaun was going to do better than he did. I'm, I'm shocked that it was such a, a whitewash, really, in the end. And Deshaun winning that fire making challenge at the end, oh, it was so impressive. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Deshaun didn't lay out everything that he kind of overcame in this. Yeah. And like 
he went through a, a, a tribe that just absolutely dominated. He was then on top for the majority of every single vote. He was part of why Shan gets voted out. He was part of that shift. He decided Evie to go home. He, like, he was in charge of a lot of votes mm-hmm. that he didn't take ownership for. Um, and yes, Ricard was really in charge of Shan, but Deshaun was a vital part of that. Yeah. I suppose Erica was too. But the main ones are the risk at the end. He was forced to make fire, which he did, which he, which he won. He had a one in three chance. He risked his immunity to win it, lost... Then had a one in three chance, survived in it. He made relationships. And I just feel like Deshaun was so like beaten down at that tribal council for some whatever reason that he didn't just think about everything he was saying and use the fact that he won this fire making challenge as evidence that he did deserve some votes. Yeah, Maybe I think not to like, win, but some. I, I think I agree. Like Deshaun was an incredible player, there's no denying it. He was so smart, and I think like he was just so deflated by the end of it. I yeah, think it was. Yeah, it was like his all of his energy was gone. I don't know whether it was maybe just complete malnourishment and you know exhaustion from being out in the elements and everything. Maybe social exhaustion. He really was playing quite a complicated social game from the start. Like that really takes a toll on you, particularly when you're sitting there at the end. And I just wonder whether he just did not have the energy. Mm. at the end to Crazy speak because... in the same way that say Erica did because she just was switched on oh yeah but after you have that like day 26 slash day 39 breakfast well exactly <laughs> breakfast and she had a reward with Heather yeah like Food is so fuel. We all know food is fuel. Yeah, like it's crazy. It's just she would have had so much energy and man day 26 slash day 39 breakfast yes. it's the dream you almost want to go 25 to 38 days of not eating just so that you could wake <laughs> up one morning and go, man, look at this feast. Look at this bacon. Oh, the like the fry up bit always looks like, I don't think we got this shot, but I still picture it every time. Like the egg cracking yeah, onto the. Yeah. We, we are, yeah we, Why do those eggs look a, so good? Like I think we even got a cheers with their like Prosecco or mimosas in the morning. Maybe they just demolished the food too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> they absolutely oh, smashed one it. One thing I did love about this episode when Xander was talking about like notable players, mm. when he mentioned playing like, you know, playing oh, a game I like Tony, playing yeah. a game like Spencer. <laughs> loved a cheeky shout out to Spencer. Yeah. A player who doesn't often get a shout out and yeah. hear it out, weird out, play out podcast. Like Stephen Fishback, as we mentioned, Spencer is another player who we love for similar reasons. Yes. So it was Chelsea, cool to get a little I believe, like Spencer a little more than I. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Tony. So I thought that was like, is Xander speaking to us? I know, says, I know. No, I think the Spencer Fishback alliance was just one of the kind of like, I don't know, it was just like a little underdog nerdy thing that was kind of yeah, 100%. fun and, and, to watch. Yeah, a, a great second chance uh, sort of storyline. And but in terms of like jury members, watching that jury, oh, I was like... We're here. We had Evie, who obviously we love. We had Nasia, who's the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got some others that was like, oh yeah, I forgot about Tiffany. But we've made it. The finale. The jury. The finale. Final Tribal Council, where we go, are we a fan of this forum or do we prefer just questions? And the answer is, 
we must prefer questions. Everyone has always preferred questions. <laughs> yes, like, yes. It's just... <laughs> Jonathan, for Australian Survivor, if you're listening, never change to the forum format. Just do not change, No Jonathan. one will ever like it. No <laughs> one has ever liked it, Jeff. Just change it back. Just change uh, it back. And we, I we will don't admit, this, like, like, this tribal was... I couldn't admit it at the time. Like, I just couldn't. But it... It was a bit of a clean sweep. Like oh, it was absolute domination. We haven't had this job domination just like since Jeremy. Totally like just just flopped at tribal. It was like <laughs> I and I knew it. I knew it. I said it this whole time. I was you like, did, I know yeah. he just doesn't have the thought process no, to pull this off. He's too young. Like, it's where his he is, youth he's and like, young. like innocence comes from. Like he's, he's just, too young. He's like four years younger than us. <laughs> no, but like he's still like he's he's just he's I don't know, there's just something about it. Like I just didn't think his energy there was just it just wasn't right and he just kind of tried and then it, I feel like he got caught up a few times and maybe unlike, not necessarily even a slightly older player, like age does not necessarily equal, um, you know, wisdom. wisdom and success and everything. Like by all means, you see some incredible young players, but I think that like the difference was is that like you need to have that maturity where when you're faced with maybe a difficult question or you have to admit to something that maybe didn't equal the best game or the most respectable game or doesn't make friends on the jury, whatever it is, you have to be able to breathe that in, accept it, think about your response and come out with something. Something that yeah. Ricard would have been great at and Erica was exceptional at. Absolutely incredible and absolute tops to her. It's, it's one of those wins where it's like you really can just win it at tribal mm -hmm. it's happened in second chance it's another example that springs to mind of like i don't know if they necessarily deserve this because i i i think kelly deserves to win that season but wasn't there at the final tribal and i'm like all right you know bring it on who, who really deserves this and then jeremy just turns around and goes oh tim no 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 i deserve this mm -hmm. here's why and just brings out like the greatest tribal council ever. Yeah. And, and this was one of them. It is like an 11 out of 10 tribal. She absolutely nailed it. Mm -hmm. She created humor. That little FaceTime moment oh, yeah. was just flawless. I'm like, oh, I want to FaceTime. I want to vote for you. She was so this relaxed. Incredible. And just incredible. She could see Deshaun was defeated. She didn't attack either of the other two. Yeah. She just owned her mm -hmm. game for what it was. And... It was absolutely incredible. And I think um, that's the thing. She sort of, she did exactly that in a way that was relaxed. And I think like some players try too hard to own their game and they're like unapologetic and yeah, kind of like. Yeah, the Rob syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Or like they're the other way around and they just say sorry and they just cry and they kind of like, it's yeah. like, oh, come also on. Also the Boston Rob syndrome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she like, she just had that perfect balance of just sitting there, knowing herself, knowing the game she's played thinking about it yeah. and just speaking and just being yourself. It's like, I don't, I'm not here for like a roll your eyes, sort of just like, you know, get over yourself. You take yourself too seriously moment. Like I love these players that, you know, this is what I love and this is what I'm all about. Like I love yeah. those players that are just warm, real people who are down to earth. And like, I feel like I can relate to them, let alone just like this, you know, beautiful little Filipino woman who was yeah. just so capable of pulling off a win in this game. And I just felt, I just almost felt so emotional watching it because it was just like, it was, I'm literally getting emotional now talking about it. <laughs> it was not just like an underdog moment because she wasn't an underdog. It was a moment of like a player who you may underestimate or not think about or isn't sitting at the top of that, like, whoa, full on strategic gameplay the whole time. 
it was a player that was just a real person who played a real game that was actually really well put together. Charles, you speak the truth, but I have to stop you there because Evie wasn't actually in the final Trouble Council. We're talking about Erica now. Okay. Who claimed <laughs> that uh, turning time on a challenge that she was always going to do was a strategic move. And um, I'm sorry, Erica, you deserve the win, not taking it out, but you cannot claim that that was a strategic move. That was the obvious move. They just had to cut back to that. That was the only thing you've done for about 10 episodes. I know, I know. it's kind of funny. The internet's gone off. I've I've sort of looked on Twitter. Everyone is a bit baffled by this because not, not that she doesn't deserve the win, but just that by the lack of content that she received in any aspect for the first six or seven episodes. And I think mm-hmm. it's a flaw for this season because even if we didn't get that much Luvu, when we focused on Luvu, we didn't focus on her at all. We didn't really and, know. And it, and it doesn't... And, like, I think we have a, a specific connection to her because you picked her, so we've talked about her a lot. But if that's not happened, she's just someone that's just come out at the end out of nowhere... Yeah. And you don't necessarily, from someone who doesn't have the sort of the emotional investment that you do and then, then I, I do as well, it, I'm, I'm interested to see what you think about this win. Um, and if you were someone that was like, oh, I don't know about Erica, like she kind of came out of nowhere and just was like, oh, all right, I, I suppose she played a pretty good endgame. She played an incredible endgame. Mm. But... Um, email us in for sure because I'm I'm really curious to hear it email us in if you know how to answer Liana's question to Xander better than Xander is (laughs) and if you email nothing you've answered it better than Xander did I think like yeah yeah. that was a bad bad response there's this thing about it and I think it is really tricky I somewhat know what you mean and I do agree but I think that there's also this layer of the fact that this season had so many good players and there was just so much happening all the time. And I think that whilst I actually completely agree and we could have seen more of Erica, there was a lot happening and there wasn't time for everything. And there yeah. were so many exciting things happening that I would have felt bored if we'd just gone back and seen Erica doing early game, forging relationships, that stuff. I'm not interested in that when I've got like, you know, a depleting tribe and I've got all this stuff that happened really For early sure. I just game. mean like when we were on Louvre, we could have got a bit more from yeah, her. Yeah, no, I and, totally get and that. And her groundling. But congratulations, Erica. But more so, congratulations, Chelsea, for, for picking this. Uh, I think we pitched me as a better picker, but as far as this podcast is aware, I did absolutely <laughs> terribly this season. Well, I you, still... Yeah, you understudied Deshaun. You you hinted at Xander-ish, I think. But you've picked it. You've picked the winner. So congratulations. Well done. Yay! I think, like, I mean, I feel like... I feel just so happy. I mean, as I said, like, obviously there's that emotional connection and more just that thing of, like, Survivor's always been this moral of, like, anyone can do this. Like, you can get off the couch, go to Fiji and win this game, and anyone can do that. And I think... Especially Heather. I mean, she... (laughs) Her story really spoke to me and seeing her on TV, I, I think I I can do anything now. If she can do that, I can do anything. Brutal. I love Heather. <laughs> but um no, I think like I think what I'm saying is it's just like it was just amazing to see a player like Erica take out this season. But no, I think like the moment that I sort of I remember watching in the first episode where I think that I won't remember going, this girl kind of might have a shot here. 
was when mm-hmm. she said something along the lines of it was right on the boat, right at the start of the episode, and Jeff said something to her, you know, and mm-hmm. she just responded with, I was due to be on the last season. Yep. COVID happened, and I've just been waiting, and this is all I've been thinking about. And I just went, there's something about her. There's something about her. And I'm so happy. I'm just yeah. so happy. Congratulations. It's very exciting. One final thing. Two final things. <laughs> Two final things. If you want to congratulate Chelsea on this incredible win, incredible pick, uh, before we go into next season, and I will now be the underdog, and I, I have no pressure to pick well, and Chelsea has all the pressure to maintain this, uh, this uh, journey of picking the winner... Uh, email us at outwithoutplayoutpodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or uh, outpod underscore at, um, outpodcast I always underscore. forget it. our Every Twitter time. handle is terrible Charles I, it is terrible <laughs> it was the only one it. available outpodcast underscore on yep. Twitter or outwithoutplayoutpodcast on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. but what I want to know from you Chelsea and from all our listeners mm-hmm. is who should have won this season. So we got Erica. Yeah. But are you telling me that Erica should have won this season? Or that I Erica actually manipulated think... it to the end mm-hmm. to win? In my opinion, I think that this question should be rephrased. Because I think the person who wins Survivor has won Survivor. I think that they got there and they did it. Because you've got you to win Survivor to win Survivor. Okay, was... I'll rephrase I the think, question I think then. You should phrase who it was the best player this season? Erica who should it be? Mm, I'm okay. Okay, we'll re- we'll phrase that question there. If it wasn't Erica, who should have won this season? In my opinion, this is off the bat, but I'm struggling to think of any other name. Ricard. Interesting. Uh, it's an easy one for me. It's obviously Brad. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at your face, and you're like, who's Brad? Who's Brad? <laughs> oh, Brad! <laughs> I forgot about Brad. <laughs> Um, no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say, um, Evie for sure. <laughs> Just as a final little, as a oh, final little thing. Evie. No, I, 100% Ricard should have won this season. Oh no gosh. Doubt. No doubt. But I think that this comes to a very exciting end for this season. We are so excited to listen to the reunion episode, but by all means, don't go anywhere. We are going to keep this podcast running. We are going to not only talk about the reunion episode and the season and all of your thoughts about the season. We are going to have some interviews and some guests coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going Stephen to Fishback discuss this season in general. We may even delve into some other seasons. And of course, come next season of US Survivor, we will be here. We may even be here for Australian Survivor. Who knows? We may oh. even recap previous seasons. I, I think we're we going to get some sponsors even, if we're Australian Survivor. We may even rank wow. previous seasons. 100%. We yeah. will be Email here. us in what you want us to, mm-hmm. to discuss in our off-season, I yeah. suppose. And if you would like us to go through a previous season in any way, shape, or form, whether that's in one episode or ten... Right into us. We love our suggestions. We want to keep this going. We want to keep this exciting for you all. I mean, the hardest thing about Survivor ending is waiting for the next season. So let us mm. be that little spark of excitement. Not too long of a wait. It's only like four or so months. Yeah. Um, but, but let us now be that. that let us be that fire in, yeah. in the distance for you while you're waiting for the next yeah, season. Yeah, while your fire is lit, so are you. And um, once it's out, <laughs> you're gone. And, um, and now that we've wrapped up this season of our podcast... 
we are coming back next week to do the reunion. So we will probably wrap it up again. But uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you uh, so much. I've been Tim. I'm Chelsea. And this is Outwit. Outplay. Out Podcast. This transmission is brought to you by BlackRock Broadcasting, a film and TV podcast network for you from us.